You probably hear all this clicking. This is Jim the Keys bartender. How are you today? I, uh, yeah, you hear the clicking? I am so sorry. I'm trying, I am, with the new podcast I'm doing on the side, separate from this one, and if you're listening to this one, obviously you may not want to listen to the other one because the other one's directly, um, has to do with just the keys. I'm trying to just focus on that instead of doing like introspection. And that's what this thing is right here. Uh, it started out something different and it changed. You know, I've been doing it. It's going on, gosh, it's going on five and a half years. And, you know, a lot of times I just, I started thinking recently, I said, you know, I should just stop. And even though there's, uh, I think it's like that old thing you, uh, in the Bible. If you, if you follow the stories in the Bible, the um, Sodom, uh, God sent his angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's giving him a quiz. And one of the questions is, well, are you going to destroy it if you, you say, because it's wicked, if there's, you know, four honorable people in there, will you not destroy it? And they said, if there's four honorable people in Sodom and Gomorrah, I will not. I don't know if it's four or two or anything like that. But that, uh, there's the metaphor, the simile or metaphor simile is that if there's any desire for me to keep on doing the podcast, and there is, and there is, it did start out originally when I started the podcast, it started out because I had a vision for what it wanted, what it wanted to be, what I wanted it to be, you know, because obviously the podcast doesn't what, what it wants to be, but I wanted it to be something different and then it became what it is now, just kind of like a, a journal for my thoughts and things like that. And I, I apologize if that's not your cup of tea and it doesn't find a wider audience, but it is what I, what I feel. And one of the things is what I've been feeling recently is, you know, getting, um, older and it's not the idea of just getting older and looking older and not being as vigorous as I once was. I'm pretty good for, you know, I realize I'm pretty good for my age. I'm very lucky. I'm very fortunate that I've gotten through, you know, some health hiccups and things like that, made it through uh, COVID. And uh, yeah, I realize I'm fortunate and I'm still doing this thing. I'm not finding exactly a wider audience, but, you know, that's not my problem or your problem or anybody's problem. It's just what happens, right? Excuse me one moment. I'm going to turn. Alexa, turn the volume down to three. I put a little light classical in the background. I like uh, I like to listen to that. It's a little distraction, even though I want to be focused. But getting back to the subject, I do find it. That's one of the things about getting older, being less focused, having less energy, having less drive. You know, it's easy right now in the morning after I have a cup of coffee. Maybe if I go to the gym, but I I just can't. One of the things I can't do is I can't eat. 
early. If I eat early, I get this carb kind of coma and I slow down. And it seems that my brain slows down. I do have a, uh, a greater difficult organizing my thoughts as I once had. I don't know if I ever had a, a real linear mind when it came to thing, you know, fleshing out my ideas. But the idea today was coping with change. And when I say change, is the change that I once, you know, change into my former self. Not having the, I have a perceived lack of energy. A, a lethargy, or lethar, I think it's lethargy, or I'm lethargic. It's kind of sluggish sometimes. And I got to really push myself to do things and drive. My, uh, a close, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, I was down in Key West with my uh, brother and his sister-in-law. I brought Abby and Skye. And I was talking to, I'm talking to my sister-in-law, and I was really surprised by her perception of me. Because it wasn't a perception I had of myself. And she said, I'm an energetic person. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't feel energetic. I don't feel as energetic as I used to be. But then again, when I was in the depths of what I was doing, the rut for years and years and years drinking, I would get my, drink myself into a stupor and not do anything. Not take care of business, avoid things. That one thing, getting rid of that one thing for me because, I mean, one of the reasons I got rid of it because I would drink myself stupid. I would every so often drink to a blackout and not be concerned about the condition I was in. But one of the side effects was I wasn't getting things done and it would build up anxiety of, you know, the more things you don't get done, the more ominous and you know, critically heavy on your life that it gets when you don't pay bills, you don't do your job, you spend money doing things like that. But I I was able to resolve that. Now I have more of a habit and direction one other way. But this one thing I can't control with the not drinking is that energy. And I, I don't necessarily have the same levels. I try to help it with like testosterone replacement. Not too much because I realize, you know, I, you can, it, it makes you angry and aggressive and things like that. And part of that aggression and energy and stuff like that is something that makes me who I am. But I redirect it. When I say aggression, it's not, aggression is not always negative. You know, uh, aggression... At least the feelings, the core feelings, is is getting things done, and it's a form of aggression. It's a you know, it's it's a tenacity. It's a it's a vigorousness. Let's call it vigorousness. Instead of aggression, I'm going to replace being vigorous. Being vigorous at attacking, attacking. That's kind of negative too. But it, it is just taking the impetus, the the drive. To get things done. 
and and finish things. When I say finish things, complete task. Completing a task. And I know with what I was doing here with the podcast wasn't getting me to my goals. My goals is, and I do have a goal. I still have that goal to make money doing what I love. And I love doing this. So yesterday on the Conk Chatter podcast, I interviewed someone. What the initial idea was with the Conk Chatter podcast to get key specific things in there. Like I, I was, I interviewed Mike McCaskey, a, and I'm not, this is not a promoting thing. This is showing how he did. Mike McCaskey, he's a backcountry uh, and flats fishing guide. He does eco tours too. And he's the owner of Blackfoot Charters. And I wanted to, not necessarily in that particular podcast, and it did, it, I did accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to flesh out, you know, those key specific ideas. And, and, and so I thought, there's a way, there is a way where I can do what I can do, specifically podcasting. Do it well by giving a forum, creating a forum for key specific ideas and things like that. And that would make it more pertinent to finding an audience that is looking particularly for keys content. Florida Keys specific content. And now I can go with Florida Keys specific sponsors. And they're down here. I was, when I was doing the Keys bartenders, things like that, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of liquor companies and things like that because it's Keys bartender. You know, why not? And then... Uh, two years after I started the uh, podcast, or two and a half years, almost three years, I stopped drinking again. So I really never, really, really never, really, that's redundant. I, I never pushed to obtain sponsors from liquor companies, which would have been a natural fit for anything that says bartender. But as a bartender, I knew it would make sense to have liquor companies. I serve liquor. Why not do that? Well, it will. It may never come to pass that I can get a specific sponsors that would fit well with the Keys Bartender Podcast, but I don't think it would be a problem with the Conk Chatter Podcast. So that was one thing I felt a modicum amount of accomplishment, committing that. And also, it's a different style of podcasting because what I do is I record and then I add the intro and the exit music. I can also eventually just put commercials in. So I, I can just pause and insert pre-inserted ads. And I'm, re- I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. It's a little rough. It's interesting because the music I use for the Con Chatter podcast, I bought. I bought the license for it. And it sounds like it's on vinyl when I'm when I'm playing it, which I kinda like that. I kinda like it. It has that vinyl 
a slight vinyl distortion. If you don't, if the older older listeners understand when you listen to it, because uh, the needle picks up different sounds and uh, digital music formats, which is virtually there's no distortion and distortion. Much like life, there's always a little distortion. There's nothing ever perfect. So I'm talking. I'm finished talking about the podcast, and now I'm going to go and start talking about my life. I got work, and at work, the thing that gets me, I find myself being in a rut. You know, you ever feel as if you're working hard for someone else's dream? And you could be working with great people. And I think I work with great people. I enjoy their company and, and things like that. But I can get distracted, off track. I mean, it's a job. It's my main job. It's how I earn my main cash flow comes from that job. Also, I have other jobs too, which I use it you know, as my side gigs. To pay some of the bills. And then I just don't feel the drive. It starts when a, when a job or a relationship or an activity becomes a drag, meaning it takes more energy out of your system than it puts back in. I'm looking for inspiration, right? I'm looking for a challenge, actually. A challenge is even even at, as I get into my core, and I'm going to just say this right now, and you can disagree with me, of being in the middle age. I'm, not, I don't, I'm going to say I'm not 60 yet, and I'm still considering that middle age. It's not old age yet. I'm going to take old age back up to the 70s. That's when I'm going to say it starts, mid-70s maybe. Maybe late 70s. Depending on your mindset, your physicality, and what your aspirations are. I think it's always important. There's people that join these, uh, you know, these advanced age Olympics. I, I mentioned in previous podcasts about people actually running in, setting world records after, you know, uh, being 100. 100 years old. Now, obviously, there's probably only three people running when they're 100. But it's a big world out there. There could be a couple more now. Eventually, there may be, there could be a a sporting event that involves people over 80. Kind of like the Masters Golf Tournament is kind, kind of like that. Where you get advanced aged athletes. Or athletes of advanced years participating. But I'm getting sidetracked again. I'm talking about just being inspired. Being able to get more out of the things I do. And feel energetic about it. Going into work and having that drive to finish. To finish the day. To finish with with, you know, some panache. Not to be tired at the end of the day. Who wants who wants that? Who needs that? And I always thought years ago, 
when I first moved down here years ago, 15 years ago, that a location change would be best for me when I got separated from the then my first wife. And there was a lot of possibilities in front of me from that. It was, I had gotten to a point in my life where I failed at the marriage, which I went to a bunch of different marriage counselors and things like that. Maybe I tried, maybe I didn't try as hard as I can. And who's to say if we didn't try together? We didn't try together. Meaning both of us weren't trying. And I was drinking heavily and stuff like that. And eventually I thought, when she asked for the separation, I thought, what can I do? Where am I going to go? What, what, where is my future? And I just thought, how depressing when I was up there, how depressing that I thought my future is being divorced up in Philadelphia, doing my dead-end job up there. My, I was not thriving where I was at the time. I wasn't, there was, there was a slow decline ahead of me. And that's, you know, people say, well, that's what happens, Jim, when you get, get older. Well, it doesn't have to be. Your dreams can get bigger. Your efforts can get bigger. You could just start or you could just keep, keep the status quo. Try to maintain doing the same thing. And that just doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. So the location change did work momentarily coming down here. I had a new environment. I had no preconceived people didn't know who I was. They couldn't really label me. I was Jim for Philadelphia. And I may have drank a little heavy, but it was really hard to tell down here. It's hard to tell down here because this is, because we're a vacation place. Not that most people down here have drinking problems. But there are a lot of people that have drinking problems. And it's not like the number one thing you think of down here. Well, it is one of the number one activities you think about down here. But you don't, number one, you think, well, it's just a group of people with a drinking problem. And they... I mean, one of the sayings they say about at least Key Largo or uh, Florida Keys and say, or Florida, uh, Key Largo is a, it's a, a drinking town with a fishing problem. And it should be the other way around. It should be the other way. It's not the whole town. But I came down here. I changed things up in the beginning. And then... I started falling to my old pattern, seeing the slow decline. And there wasn't a lot ahead of me. There wasn't a lot ahead of me until I made a big change. And that big change for me was taking something out of my system, and that was alcohol. And I'm not getting on my soapbox about that. I'm just making a change. Change for someone else could mean cutting back on sugar, losing weight, Doing anger management, learn, you know, going back to school. That's a big changes, and that's that's making an alteration to your your course, 
So a lot of times I just kept on moving to a different job, different place, different relationship and doing the same thing. Thinking the new relationship, new job, a new place is enough. And the greatest changes I have seen are changes that have occurred within. And it sounds trite, cliche, but the change inside has the greatest impact on my perceptions. And being able to do this, being able to know, at least the knowing, the knowing of change, that change can occur within, is one of the things that most give me hope nowadays. That change could um, occur within, that I can convince myself that I don't have to be this way. I don't have to be this way when I'm going to work. I don't have to feel as if it's dead end because I can still do that job because that's not my job. My job is not to be the greatest at anything. My job is to be happy at what I'm doing. Because if my goal was to be the greatest in anything in particular, whether that be as a spin instructor, bartender, a notary, podcaster, father, husband. I would like to be great as a father and husband, a husband and father. I'd like to be great. Not, I don't have to be the greatest. Because there's always, once you strive to be the greatest, you're competing against other people. When you strive to be great, you're competing against yourself. I want to be as good as I can be in those things that I'm still doing. When I go and work out nowadays, there's one thing I notice. My recovery rate, it hurts. It really hurts the next day. I'm feeling it in my joints. I'm feeling it in my um, tendons. tendons. Luckily, I don't feel as much in my joints. Every so often I get a little you know, tick in my knee and I think, oh, geez, that's it. Or my hip, oh, that's it. Well, a lot of that has to do with the way I stand. I stand, sometimes I stand in one position for a long time and can bother me. My back can bother me and stuff like that. But I do, that's why I do certain exercises, core training and thing, things like that. I can alleviate those things. And I can alleviate that feeling I have at a dead-end job. Whenever you feel like you say, I'm not earning enough, I'm not doing enough. Yeah, you can change the job. You can change the job. And I realize I can do that. It depends. I got to balance. Because when you go someplace and you, you expect to earn more, you have to deliver more a lot of times. But sometimes if you have, if someone provides you with the tools, and I'm not going to be, I'm not trying to be obscure. If you're provided with the tools to succeed, and you give yourself the drive to succeed and the plan and you decide that you're going to succeed, then yeah. I mean, sometimes there's a failure. But the, tr- the part of trying is it should be redeeming for, for you that you've tried to do it. And, you, and, and many times you can accomplish it, sometimes you don't accomplish it. Not everyone accomplishes it. The greatest home run 
hitters in the world, yeah, they strike out more than they hit home runs. But that doesn't stop them from hitting more home runs. And the greatest athlete, writers, you know, uh, Hemingway wrote books that weren't that good, some of them. Same as Fitzgerald. You just don't hear about those things. Shakespeare has plays that's not so hot. Lady Gaga has songs that'll be forgotten. You know, there's inventions that come out of, you know, Elon Musk would come out with some ideas. And they're not, they're, they, they're dead in the water. But that doesn't make it so they don't put forth the effort, effort again in new endeavors. So this part of my life is a recommitment. A recommitment. Because I was getting into doldrums. I was reading the other... I was reading... You know, you got to be careful with reading when you get ideas. Reading about depression or lack of vitality is a lot like reading a self-fulfilling. It's a lot like reading a horoscope. People read horoscope and they read things into them that, oh, well, that is exactly me. That's exactly me. I mean, I would love to hear, hear stories about, I mean, if you, astrology and stuff like that. About, I would love to hear a story about someone who, let's say, they weren't exactly sure what time of the year they were born. Let's say they were born in a village. There was no birth, original birth certificate and stuff like that. And they say, I think this, I was born in May. And it turned out you were born in December. When you're like 60 years old or 50 years old, you're not going to know sometimes if, if there's no birth certificate. You're just trusting someone that tells you. And if you're adopted, there could be a possibility you don't know exactly when you were born. But you could be reading the horoscopes and saying you're reading the May or whatever the horoscope, whatever that sign is for May, and I have no idea what it is. They can say, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And then finally someone, they find their lost sibling and say like this, I remember when you were born and you were born in December. So your beliefs are shaken. Well, that doesn't mean you're not that person anymore. That just means they're not pigeonholing you the right way. They're not describing you the right way. So I was reading about depression. And I was reading about how you lose energy, how you apologize all the time, how you do all these things that I said, oh, wow, yeah, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. Or it's actually Silent Calls for Help. That was the title of the article. And I said, boy, am I experiencing that? Is this self-fulfilling? Am I reading this and putting myself into that? And then I thought, well, I better do a podcast and talk about it. Not that you may be going through the same thing, but I know if I put this down, I have to give a modicum amount of attention to doing something about it. And this is the part that gives me hope and the drive and the energy. This is returning more to me than I'm putting out. And I appreciate that. 
That's where I'm saying, you hear me say on previous podcasts, that's where you're helping me. It's like the dancer. Dance as if no one's watching. Right? I'm podcasting as if no one's listening. But I know some people, I can see actually out there that there are people listening. I do appreciate that. And I don't know if that can help you, but any sort of hope that you can get from any source is a help. And I always truly believe if you can find that source within yourself, if you can, just like working out, and this is going to be a hard thing to say because I'm a, I'm not a trainer exactly. I'm a spin instructor, a spin leader, or, you know, a spinning leader or whatever you want to call it. I call it a spin instructor, but I'm not really telling you. I do give hints on how to do it. And I do, I'm a coach, a spin coach, let's say. But when it comes to those things, being motivated from within is the best form of motivation. It's the only motivation you can count on. When the chips are down, when you're alone in the darkness, in the cold, in that solitude, when you need to move forward and upward, the only way to do it is from that core belief you have that you are worthy of improvement, of drive, of gifts that you have in you that sometimes you don't even know yet. You don't even know you have them. And you can convince yourself. You can convince yourself. I truly believe this. You convince yourself of your true, you're truly a miracle. That you can succeed at your endeavors. Because you have the drive and the strength and the motivation from within. You don't need someone pushing you from behind. You are, you are the person pushing you from behind in any endeavor. And that endeavor could be just to find happiness, a will to live for today and drive forward from whatever predicament that you're in. Because despair is a quagmire. And hope is fertile. It's fertile, hard ground that you can really see yourself flourish. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that today. I do appreciate you for listening. I will be back again, hopefully tomorrow. But this just gave me a lot of drive today. And I do appreciate that. And thank you for helping me. As I hope that you are helping, that you help yourself today. That's the task I give you today. Help yourself today. Till next time. Bye.